0: Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain.
1: Welcome to Sacred Magic Podcast. I am normally your host, Violet Rain, but today I have a host that's stepping in, Miss Nikki Milton. For those of you that don't know, Nikki is my daughter, and I've put that on the description uh, for this show, and I've asked her to help me today with this podcast uh, so that she can interview me. We're doing some special edition series in January about New Year rituals and what rituals people lean into, what they do for January, because the month of January is all about new beginnings, new starts, trying things new, moving the energy to bring in new energy. And so today I want to spend some time talking about some of that. So welcome, Miss Nikki. Hi, everybody. Lies and slander. I don't
2: know. It's true. It's
1: true.
2: I'm I'm her daughter and I worked with uh, Discovery Spiritual Gifts, which is her spiritual center for over five years now. And so I'm a part of her sacred temple mystery school community, as well as a part of her team here at the center and, you know, lifelong bestie. So, um, Happy to be here to ask her a few questions. One of the big things I know with you, Miss Violet, having gone through both Sacred Candles of Intention for like a decade now and your Sacred Temple Mystery School, is that life rituals are something that are not only important to you, but that you encourage your students to incorporate into their lives. So what does a life ritual, what does that mean to you?
1: Well, I feel like sometimes we get so distracted with life. All the things happening out in the world, all the relationships, all the to do lists, all the things that we need to do, that we forget to do things for ourselves. We forget to bring in things to support our life. And for me, some people, you talk about rituals, and some people are like, I don't do rituals. <clears throat> well, all of us do rituals in some form. Or fashion, whether that's brushing our teeth in the morning before we go to work, um, taking a shower every evening before we go to bed. All of those are rituals that we create to help support our health, our well-being, our balance in our lives. So rituals sometimes that word is a trigger word for some people because it's like oh this is something i have to do this is something i'm required to do well i look at rituals as a supporting factor in our lives what can we do to better our lives what can we do to support who we are where we're going what we're doing and for me life rituals are really important So excuse me, it's that allergy time of the year. So um, you'll have to excuse me. My voice goes in and out. So it's kind of fun. And I feel like I push it sometimes. Um, But in Sacred Candles of Intention that we do at the end of the year, I always tell people, what life rituals do you want to implement next year? What things do you want to bring in that are going to support you in bringing in more joy, more happiness, more connection to the divine more connection within yourself, more sacredness in your life. So rituals can be lots of things. They can be prayers. They can be daily meditations. They could be a daily walk with the puppy where we get out and we walk around the neighborhood. They can be taking time in the morning to have that cup of tea before we run out of the house. They could be sitting on your patio watching the sunrise or the sunset those are all rituals. Those are things that we lean into because we enjoy them because they give us pleasure because they bring some happiness into our lives. So, Rituals can be lots of things. They don't necessarily have to be something where you feel like you're forced. A ritual should be something that you look forward to, that you notice that your day is not quite the same without that ritual, that when you do it, you have a better day, whether that's setting your intention for the day. Today, I'm going to have a great day. Today, I'm going to be inspired today. I'm going to be motivated. Whatever that is, rituals can be really, really powerful. So I love rituals. So talking about, you know, how do we start our year with the right rituals, I think is so powerful.
2: Yeah. When you first challenged me on what are your life rituals, <laughs> I was really struggle blessing to like sort it out, but you know, I, Mine tend to not be daily. I really struggle with like the daily habits and rituals, like the daily card pool or the journaling every day, or, you know, some of the, you know, good morning, good life stuff that some of these amazing productive people uh, are able to do. But I found that I really enjoyed more seasonal rituals. So uh, when my kids were little in December, we would have a daily advent calendar activity. We don't celebrate advent, but it was like a daily holiday themed activity for the you know, leading up to Christmas that kept them excited, whether it was pulling food to go to the food bank or making like gingerbread scented Play-Doh or, you know, uh, getting Christmas socks, reading a Christmas story. Like I had like a different theme each day and they pull a the little card. So that was a ritual. When they got older, we just kept the favorites because schedules were crazy. Um, but that was a, a life ritual. The sacred candles of intention every fall is my is one of my life rituals. And then on New Year's, eve night i have this jar that i made at a local pottery place that says i don't even remember what it says on it but i keep i stuff in there all year like good things people have said to me or cute little notes i've gotten or just little sentimental things and then on new years eve night i sit with that jar and i go through the years worth of positive things um and that's part of my part of my life rituals as well so life ritual doesn't have to be a daily one although it can be if you're one of those people <laughs> But it's a lot of the things that you do uh, throughout the year that enhance your own life, things you look forward to, things that, that make your day better. So um, I didn't have a name for it before you started calling it that. And so I do have my own little life rituals. But this is a new year, new you energy. We're rolling into January. By the time this airs, it'll probably be January already. So what is one of your favorite life rituals for this time of year?
1: I love to pull tarot cards, so I like to take the opportunity to get a tarot deck, and I love Rider Waite when I'm using this, or a deck that has similar symbolism and energy to the original Rider Waite deck, and I like to pull out all the major arcana, which is zero the fool to 21 the wheel, and I like to pull the world. those- World, thank you. It was like the w, other w in my head, <laughs> W and wheel came out. So maybe the wheel is really <laughs> important. Um, the world 21. And so I like to pull those cards out of the deck and really kind of sit with my cards and shuffle them, uh, bring in my divine team, ask them to be there to support me, um, start moving those cards and shuffling those cards And then pulling my card for the year to kind of have an overview of what the year is about. Um, And then putting that card back in the deck and then shuffling again and pulling my January card and then pulling my February and then pulling my March. I love that ritual because then I take those cards and I put it in my planner. Um, I create a ritual each month to look at those cards. What are those cards coming in? And what I tell people is the cards aren't creating your year. Your year is already in motion. What this year is about is already moving. It started moving months ago. That energy started coming in several months ago on a soul level of what you were looking for or what is meant for you for this year. The cards just give you a perspective of what's coming or what may happen and I look at each of those cards as having polar energy. There are challenges and there are blessings in each card. Are we leaning into the blessings? Are we leaning into the challenges? Are we going to let the challenges really prevent us from moving forward, those opportunities for growth? Are we going to move through that energy and learn the lessons that are there or grow and how we respond to those experiences and so i love pulling my cards every year and honestly i do that in sacred candles in the fall but i'm also um i encourage people in january if they didn't do candles in the fall let's pull your cards let's see what your cards are for the year let's look at that and see what we can do and then Uh, January this year is the first time I'm having your guidepost class so that people can come and we're going to do it in kind of a ceremony, ritualistic type of way of pulling our cards, getting to understand what those cards may mean, having a perspective, um, really looking at our year. So it is one of my favorites. I've been doing it over a decade I don't, there's not been a year since 2011 that I haven't pulled my cards to see. And you've sucked me into this, process. <clears throat> I did. I sucked her in and she's hooked, right? What
2: I found like, about the, the cards though, is that, uh, you know, the, the year card in particular, but all of them is that they can be really supportive. Like you're going to be sitting in that energy anyway, but sometimes it just helps to know like... This is a devil year, and this is me battling my shadows, and I'm going to be battling myself and my self-doubt, and I have to watch for those triggers, and I can just be like, yep, yeah, devil year. Okay, I'm good. (laughs) Got it. Get the message, right? I found that to be really helpful. I also think one of the unique things about the way that you do it um, is the monthly energies. Can you tell folks about the energies of the month and how that applies to the card pools?
1: So just like seasons, we have had cycles and seasons throughout eternity here on this planet and other planets, I'm sure, that spring and summer and fall and winter all have specific energies to them. The moon cycles have specific energies. The Native Americans Follow the cycles of the moon, how they harvested, how they planted. All of that has been part of our journey on this planet since the beginning of time. And as a spiritual teacher of sacred priesthood, we honor each month has certain energies. January is all about new beginnings. February is all about connecting to love. You know, you got Valentine's Day, but how do you love yourself? How do you love others? March is all about connections, relationships, how we connect into our relationships, how we make those work april is all about confidence or um, inspiration may is about creativity how do we get creative june's about personal growth july is about celebrations fourth of july how do we celebrate with families and friends and each month has its own energy now where people get wrapped up is January's new beginning. So Violet, what you're telling me is every new thing I'm going to experience is going to happen in January. No, it's not how this works. That month holds that energy. It is the jump start of the year, but you should have new things happening throughout the year. And we use January as kind of our jump into the year. So I always encourage people in January, do something new go to a movie that you've been interested in, go to a new restaurant, take a new route to work. That kind of starts the energy moving to bring in those new things, those new experiences throughout the year. But January holds that energy. So as we pull that card for January, what is tarot telling us about new starts, new beginnings for a year? what is that going to look like is it going to be the fool where we're going to let go of our fears um step out into the unknown kind of figure out or is it going to be the wheel those new things could be good they could be bad it's about luck it's about what it brings in is it going to be the hangman that you need to surrender to the process that you need to let go and step into new things. And so those cards give us some insight of these energies that are coming in for the year and how they're gonna affect us. So it's a really powerful way. And here's the truth, you'll start that month and you'll be like, oh, this is my card and this is my month and this is what's gonna happen. And then after the month passes, you're like, "Huh." that's not what happened this happened that I never even thought about which aligns with those cards and those energies so I think the less you influence that or think what it's going to be and just experience it like Nikki says she's had the devil year can you tell it's (laughs) about when you're in that energy that you're like oh I know what this is about. Uh, I get to It, was, it was really
2: good on the back end, but you know, every <laughs> once in a while, you got a tough 12 months to slog through.
1: <laughs> well, and you know, the devil, when you face your shadows and your push to do the things that you really haven't wanted to do from fear or anxiety or, hey, I just don't want to do the work. And you get to the other side, you're like, "Hmm, maybe I should have done that earlier. Maybe I should have done that a little bit easier. Because I feel like the devil shows up when we have our feet dug into the sand and we want change, but we don't want to do the work or we don't want to move through the pain or we don't want to move through these energies. And then the universe goes, yep, here you go. That's how I personally feel about the
2: tower card. It's like the universe going, okay, you said you wanted this, but you've been procrastinating. Rug pull time, table flip time. You remember you
1: asked for this. Okay, now you get to do it. So the cards aren't something to be afraid of, but there's something to be supportive, to really support us in our journey, to really let us know that we're okay, that, that what's happening is is in the plan and the energy, right? Somewhere along the line, we've asked for these changes or this experience and it is showing up for us. So the cards are a great guidepost, our lives and that's really it can be the
2: tricky part though that people are like oh you pulled the hermit card in january so in january i need to go within and be introspective no 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 the entire year anytime you go to start something new you need to go within and be introspective that's what that energy means for that month not just the 30 days of january yeah for sure yeah All right, so I obviously love that life ritual and participate in that one every year, but we have some other ones that you do that I do not. So one of them involves a mirror. Tell us about that life ritual.
1: So mirrors are really powerful magic. If you don't understand the magic of mirrors, go back to Snow White. Mirror, mirror, on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? We stand before mirrors and we think, we talk, And those energies go into our mirror. So whatever's been said or thought in front of the mirror, that mirror brings that energy in and then reflects it back to you. So I always tell people, number one, you don't want to buy a used or old mirror because they can hold energy. You could bring something home that you might not want. Because mirrors have powerful magic. So if you're going to work with a mirror, you want a new mirror that nobody's kind of messed with, played with, right? You know, that family heirloom that's been passed down. Be very careful of what you're taking in because everyone that's ever stood in front of that mirror and made statements or intentions, that mirror holds that energy until you clear the mirror. But I love using... Mirrors for magic. So I went out and purchased a very large mirror. Uh, I didn't bring it up to show you today, but I will put a photo of it on this. It's kind of diamond shaped with like a yeah. So it has it has a diamond shape to it, and then it has a circle in it. You can see triangles. You can see a square. You can see a circle, which is all of our sacred geometry shapes which are the foundation of creation for the universe because sacred geometry is also very powerful. And so having a mirror with all the shapes on it was really exciting for me to find. And it's a big mirror, I hang it in my bathroom and then I write my intentions on it. So I will take a window marker or a whiteboard marker and I'll put north and south and west and east And then I'll write my intentions on the mirror. I'll put the year in the middle. And so the East is all about our thoughts, our mind, what we think. And so in the East might be peace, might be divine guidance, might be harmony, positive thoughts, right? All the things about how do you want to think this year? What are the thoughts that you want to manifest or tracked in for this year. Those would be our thoughts. And then we move to the South. The South is about our physical body, our health, how we manifest. So, uh, prosperity, wealth, money flow for money, career, um, this career profession, uh, maybe a new house, maybe a vacation, maybe great health. Um, any of that would go on the South and then we move to the West, which is water energy, which is all about heart relationships. So maybe that's love. Maybe that's finding healthy friendships, right? Because it has to do with relationships. Maybe it's about forgiveness. Um, maybe it's about releasing grief because that all sits in our heart. So whatever we need to do from a heart perspective, inner child work, Um, loving our neighbors, whatever that looks like. And then the north is all about our connection up to the divine. So intuition, divine guidance, um, meditation, ritual, whatever it is that you want to bring in for the year, connection, deeper connection, psychic abilities vision see nikki doesn't want her third eye open so that would not be on her mirror it's an intentional
2: choice guys <laughs> i promise i have a reason but yeah spiritual growth expansion like classes maybe you want to take or communities you want to join anything to do with that divine connection
1: so you want to hang your mirror in a place where you see it because even if you walk by a space think about this even if i walk into this room I may not notice the detail anymore because it's a room that I'm in, but my subconscious still is taking on everything in the room. So if I have a mirror hanging in the bathroom with these words, every time I walk by it, my subconscious is taking those words in, those intentions in. Now, <clears throat> what's cool about this process is I met a gentleman and 2014 that i started dating and we got married in 2015 and so i bring the mirror into our relationship and you have to understand my husband is not a believer in any of this
2: science he believes in science as much as he believes in anything yeah
1: science science is the thing and i'm like he's like so what is this i go this is a mirror and i write my intentions on it he goes well can i write my intentions on it And I'm like, sure, because we share the intentions
2: are hilarious, but
1: sure, (laughs) sure, we'll do this. So I write the intention joy on the mirror and he goes, joy is impossible to experience. That's a crazy word. And he writes happy that was our first disagreement Because joy is something you have to wait to hit you in the moment and
2: (laughs) happiness you can control you can decide to be happy
1: (laughs) well you know joy (laughs) is a feeling that comes within and happiness is an external type thing so joy is an internal and happiness is an external but it was funny that for him words are important You know, what words are you bringing in? What is your intention? What word are you selecting? We learn that with words of the year. Because Nikki last
2: year picked her
1: word as peace for the year. Okay, since we brought that up, just
2: so y'all know. (laughs) With your word of the year. Like I had had a growth year once and I did experience more growth than I could handle. So there was a little lesson in that. But last year, you know, the idea is you pick this word and the universe is going to support you with what you're asking for, right? You're, you're suddenly going to be more peaceful, The more peace is going to surround you. I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but what ended up actually happening, which I wouldn't have signed up for had I realized at the beginning of the year, is that what the universe actually did was give me lots and lots of opportunity to practice peace in very unpeaceful situations. (laughs)
1: the universe goes yes Nikki, you need to learn what peace is so here you go this is about
2: peace the right? is i can access it better than i could before in not so peaceful situations i'm not perfect it doesn't happen all the time but wow that's not what i thought i was signing
1: up for last year so thanks so words are, can be important and you know back to my husband then he writes more sex in the south, right? <laughs> His perspective, my perspective. But anyway, <clears throat> your mirrors nice
2: see is, what he put in the north.
1: <laughs> you know, your mirrors are really important ways to like reflect back out intention. And then some years, I'll take an oracle deck or a tarot deck and I'll select cards in each of the directions, and I'll do those semi glue semi post things and I'll post the cards around as well to the mirror to bring in those energies. So it's a really magical way of doing a vision board type project where you're putting something up in a mirror so that it reflects back to you so that you have that reflection back. And so I do that every year, like December, January timeframe, I'm resetting my year for this year to hold those intentions, to remind me what I want to attract in and what I'm really working on. So that's, that's my second ritual. And I like the idea of a
2: a visual like that, that
1: you see every day when you're getting ready. I think it's really powerful, whether you're building a vision board or using a mirror to write your intentions, or, you know, Rick is going to give you a vision type thing in his podcast about new year rituals I think visuals help us kind of remember what our intentions are and what we're trying to bring in and I think that can be really powerful
2: all right do so there's two rituals what's another one that you would that you encourage people to participate in this time of year okay
1: so I worked in retail for 20 years and Retail was always very interesting. You know, Christmas would come out in August. Um, You know, you'd run through those seasons very quickly. But as soon as we got like midway into December, Christmas was moving out. And so you would be, the aisles would be less and less. And then all of a sudden these storage things start coming in. Totes and storage and all that. I think we've all been tuned in to... January is like spring cleaning, you pack up your Christmas, you put it up, then you organize your house. Well, I go a little bit further, because I believe that if you want to bring in new energies for your life, you got to move things around in the physical, you've actually got to move energy to create space for new things to come in. So If you think holding on tight to everything that you have is going to bring you new things, it doesn't. So whenever you're able to release and let go, it gives an opportunity for the universe to bring in new things. So late December all the way through January, I just have this urge, and I don't know where it comes from, to clean out closets, to go through my clothes, to donate stuff, to give stuff away, to reorganize, to reset my office, to clean areas, to move stuff around. And honestly, I've already started that because I take a couple weeks off in December and then January comes in and it's all about, I want to move into January feeling organized and confident. So cleaning out closets going through things moving stuff is really really important to me to kind of dust but the other thing that i also do is set up my planners because i'm the old-fashioned girl i have little paper planners and i'm making plans for the year so that i remember certain things and so i'm really organizing my planners and creating that space and for me that is a ritual that helps me begin the year very focused uh very planned uh with a clean slate because it's almost like you clean everything off and you start new you know the other crazy thing i do at the end of the year is i clean candle jars and so we recycle all of our candle jars so people brought in hundreds and hundreds of jars and so far this year Tom and I have cleaned almost 300 candle jars uh, for a couple days. So I still have a few more to do, but I like to have everything kind of clean and tidy and organized and The space open and energy being able to move through the space. This is also a great time to sage your house, to reset it energetically, to move a room around, to pick a room and move the furniture around and just shift things up. To hang a wind chime in a window so that the wind blows it, moves energy to just kind of move everything around and clean everything off and get to a fresh start so that is definitely I reset my altar in January I take everything off I clean it all up and reset it for the year so it's kind of now I know Nikki does seasonal altars for the wheels so that's kind of her thing but I like to start my year out with a brand new altar focus perspective doing all that for the year i'm
2: actually prepping for my main altar reset i've got more than one altar so i do do the seasonal ones um but i have the the main one right and so since during sacred candles i always pull a card from the crystal mandala deck by alana fairchild and that gives me um, a, a divine guide and a crystal to work with all year long so i'm already prepping for my altar reset and resetting all that energy. Uh, Next year I'll be working with Archangel Metatron and with Clear Quartz. So that will impact my, you know, my altar setup and who I, you know, how that is set up. Um, So I do that as well around this time of year. I've already got a pile of stuff and I'm, I'm changing out the tablecloth and, you know, getting ready to reset that for the year as well that's one thing I do I don't know when I do all the crazy organizing and cleaning stuff like I'm tired guys I'm human (laughs) I'll do what I can but but I do actually have a paper planner I, I do that I've been working on that this week off and on uh getting that set for the year because like you I like to have the whole like the kids school events and uh when they're out of school and of course I co-parent so the parenting schedule plus you know work events and personal family stuff and um the moon phases and all of the wheel dates and all of that stuff so I've been setting up my planner for the year as well
1: I love that I think I think it's really really important way to kind of start your year on the right foot. And I think when you do that, the energy pulls through for the rest of the year, so that you feel a little bit more organized and set for the year. This has been something that's been happening since before I stepped on to my spiritual path fully. All my life, I have used January as that time frame. that there's just an urge in me to start Clearing stuff out. And what Nikki will tell you is, I'm really good at throwing stuff away. I'm really good at letting go of stuff. Okay, we haven't used that. In fact, I have a deck that I need to find a home for. Um, so I've been trying to figure out. So hold on a minute. I'll be right back. I'm going to use this time <laughs> to find that deck. Well, while you do that, um, <laughs>
2: she's going off to find a deck, folks. Um, <laughs> There was something I was going to say. So my little deck here. Oh, I've seen that one. I know that one.
1: Sisterhood Tarot needs a home. So if you live in Denver and you're interested in making a home for this deck, please post in the comments and the first person to comment on it that is willing to come to DYSG and pick it up, I will put your name on it and gift you this deck because it needs somebody to love on it. Now, if you want to know what the deck looks like, you know, I honestly bought this deck for her because she is such a Marvel fan, but she wasn't drawn to this deck. I wasn't. I looked at it. I mean, I love the
2: idea of it, but yeah. I mean, I own over a hundred decks. So at some point you got to be able to pull the
1: plug on this stuff. I have this magical so. We have several cards here. So if you would love to be a superhero and have a superhero deck, a sacred sisterhood deck, sacred sisterhood, it needs a home and I will gift it to you gladly. So the first person to post and say, I'm ready to find it a home. I will put their name on it and have it at DYSG for you to pick up. Now, you must come and pick it up. I've given away free stuff before, and no one ever comes and gets it. And then it just sits there for months, months, and months. So you have to pick it up if you choose to live
2: on this deck. Um, For fierce women. I'm a fierce woman. Um, So one of the things I've learned on my spiritual path uh, the last couple of years or so, so especially as I've been digging into the seasonal stuff, which I'm really drawn to, like the Wheel of the Year events and seasonal energy, is that uh, the New Year energy can be different uh, for people depending on their belief system, right? So for certain communities, the New Year actually starts at Samhain. And so this time of year is a time of quiet and reflection and going within and resting and visioning for when you know you start to plant things in spring for uh, some communities the new year actually happens. Like lunar new year, all based on the moon phases, somewhere in January, February. For some communities, uh, the new year is that spring equinox, right? They they're resting through this crone wintry season, and they're get they're jumping off in spring and doing it that way. And then of course you got the Gregorian calendar, that most modern people use. For that new year is now in January. So. You, you might have the buzzing, like I got to get things organized and clean and ready by January energy, or you might still be in that slumbery, like visioning, resting, recuperating, getting ready for spring energy, depending on who you are and where you live and what your personal belief structure is. But I think it's fascinating that there are multiple times throughout the year, like think of a fiscal calendar. Some people, their new year starts in September because of like fiscal, like corporate reasons. So um, that energy that applies to January for Violet could apply to you for spring equinox or, you know, it's still good depending on when you decide to to start your new year.
1: I love that. I love that. So just looking at what works for you, what benefits you, what is for you for the new year i hope you enjoy this series on new year rituals as different people share different rituals and if you really like this series maybe i can convince nikki to come back once a (laughs) month and let's do something for every month and just kind of share some pieces and tidbits for the month of what we like to do uh for those energies and so uh, this has been a lot of fun, Miss Nikki. So thank you for taking the time this morning to do this. I Only couldn't... you could talk me into all the crazy things. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I kind of said, hey, we're going to do this. I really didn't ask her. That <laughs> tends to be my thing. Hey, we're going to do this. 10, to... 10 a.m. on Wednesday. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to drag her into lots of things. When you want to be my daughter so I could just drag you along to lots of different things um and so, we got a burning ceremony
2: we're going to on friday so that
1: it's true so you never you never know what's gonna happen well thank you for watching this podcast or listening to this podcast if you're listening or watching i hope you found some value and some real tips and rituals that you can use for the new year and you know we hope to see you at DYSG in person this year in 2024 so follow like and comment on all of our things it keeps that traction going and that energy going and we love to hear from you so thank you so much thank you Nikki for joining me at 10 a.m in the morning I can do it I'm good like whatever Have a magical year, everyone. I hope that you find rituals that really bring you joy and happiness. So have a great year.
0: Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet@discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.